Tired of the negative news and flashover substance? It's time for Today with Dr. Wendy. Dr. Wendy Patrick is a trial attorney, patriot, and PhD with a passion for people and a penchant for politics. Dr. Wendy brings you the headlines, streamlined news you can use. It's time to be informed, engaged, and entertained. Now, here's your host, Dr. Wendy Patrick. Good evening and welcome to Today with Dr. Wendy. I'm Wendy Patrick. My co-host Larry Dersham and I have a great show for you tonight. We're going to hit the hottest news and the silver lining and both the inspirational and the educational as we get into our second half. But first, a very interesting topic on tap for tonight. So let me start with a question. Have you ever paid for, let's say, a cup of coffee with a larger bill back when we used to handle money? Remember those days? And you're expecting a $5 bill back, but you accidentally receive a $50 bill back from the barista. What do you do? Do you pocket the money and run? Spend it as fast as you can, even if the barista comes after you, you can say, I don't have it. I turned it into a pair of shoes or a pair of jewelry, a pair of earrings or whatever you can buy for $50 nowadays. It doesn't go as far as it used to. But pretend that you didn't realize you were overpaid. Now, let's say that this wasn't a barista, but a bank. Let's say you found 10 extra dollars in your bank account. What do you do then? Let's make it a hundred. Let's make it a thousand. No, let's make it 1.2 million. And you're pretty sure that money doesn't belong to you. This is what I call the too good to be true test. Ill-gotten gains. What happens if you try to keep it? Well, sadly, a woman in Louisiana found out the hard way that that money doesn't belong to you if it is accidentally deposited into your account. And you don't get to keep it, you don't get to spend it, and you can't turn it into assets and say, well, now I guess it's gone. This is a story of, let's just say, riches to rags, we normally hear it the other way. Unjust enrichment. Ill-gotten gains cannot be spent. Now, this is a, a biblical principle of unearned profit quickly disappearing, sprouting wings and flying away. Uh, this is a woman that was a 911 operator that lost her legitimate job because she wouldn't give back the $1.2 million accidentally deposited into her account. You may have heard about the story. It's gone viral. It's making headlines. And, you know, Larry, it, it calls into question the uh, really the integrity over even keeping a dollar much more than $1 million. I don't know, Larry, have you accidentally received too much money back or somebody thinks they're uh, giving you a five and they give you a 50? I mean, does that happen? I'm sure it does, Wendy. Uh, and I'm sure that's happened to me in my life. I can't think of anything that dramatic where they gave me 1.2 million. Uh, but I, the way you'd I've remember been, that, Larry. You'd remember, remember that. Yeah, I would be the way I was brought up. Yeah, I would definitely return it. And uh, just reminds me if you've ever heard that story about Honest Abe when he was working as a clerk in a store in New Salem, Illinois. Uh, somebody paid him a penny or was a six cents over, and he walked three miles after work in the nighttime to return that money. And I checked that out. I think that's a true story. And I think we've all kind of heard that story about Honest Abe. That's how like, he got his name, Honest Abe. And I'll tell you another story, Wendy. Uh, a Goodwill employee, this was last month, she was going through the donated clothes and in two sweaters uh, that were put together together. Uh, 
were donated by the same person. She found $42,000 in cash. And she- I read that. Yeah, and then she, she turned it back in and they did, uh, she was rewarded. They gave her $1,000 uh, that she could keep. And she was, her name is Andrea uh, Lessing. But, uh, you know, that's good. She's a good person. You know, the reason that this bank story really caught my attention is I cannot tell you how many people have asked me legitimately, you know, can you keep money that was accidentally deposited into your account? So I thought I would um, give a little guidance here. Uh, You have no legal claim to money that's accidentally deposited into your account. You only have claim to it if you deposited it or somebody did on your behalf. Now, why do I mention that? There have been cases where people have noticed there's too much money in their account, not realizing they got uh, an overpayment returned to them or a relative or a friend or a loved one or a spouse deposited money into their account or somebody paid them through direct deposit that they'd forgotten about. So there are actually instances of people calling the bank saying, that's not my money when it was. So the best thing people can do if they notice overpayment is ask the bank to investigate. And when they do, they will be able to tell you where that money came from. Now, in this particular case from Louisiana, this was a brokerage account, and she was expecting a payment of $82 and some change. So when it was a million two instead of 82, uh, the, the people that deposited it tried to get it back right away, but they weren't able to get a hold of her. So as a result, she's now being sued civilly, prosecuted criminally, and had a hefty amount of bail set on her criminal case. Not only that, like I said, she even lost her real job. So these are some of the things that can happen if you don't immediately report when money that is not yours, you know it's not yours, accidentally ends up in your bank account. Hey, Wendy, now, she, she, might know, have, I, I, she might have been a Monopoly uh, player. If you've ever played that game, there's a card in the Monopoly game. It says bank error in your favor, collect $200. And I always used to collect that $200 when I was playing that game. I don't know about you. <laughs> so does that relate? I'm not sure. You know, sure. Larry, I've... <laughs> barely remember playing Monopoly, but I do know that it's making a comeback. So if and when that board game ends up in front of me again, I'm definitely going to have to check that out. But Larry, you've got some interesting topics on your docket tonight as well. Yes, Wendy, before I get into that, just wanted to let the folks know that this is our one year anniversary show. We've been doing this show for one year now. So uh, congratulations. Happy anniversary, Wendy. Larry. Absolutely. Happy anniversary. And also <laughs> as a part of that, this show will be a full hour tonight. And the second half, which goes from 6.30 p.m. to 7 p.m., we'll be playing a show regarding Project Veritas. And we have uh, a really smart gentleman by the name of Nick Jeevas, who's the head of their media department. And he will be updating on all the great work that Project Veritas has been doing. But for tonight, I did want to kind of distance myself from the station and from you, Wendy. It's a commentary, so I take full responsibility for that. But this was on my heart about what I see happening with America. And I call this piece, United We Stand, Divided We Fall. And just so you know, I owe this commentary in large part to a piece I read this morning by David Kupelian. He's the managing editor of WorldNet Daily. Today... America is ruled by corrupt, sociopathic leaders who hate their own nation and have total contempt for her people, constitution, history, Judeo-Christian culture, and the tradition of liberty. Our current leaders are obsessed with fundamentally transforming 
the greatest and most successful nation in history into some sort of super politically correct, woke, socialist utopia. However, what our ruling class covets above all else is power, glory, worship, wealth, and privilege for themselves and revenge on their enemies. In a word, they want to be gods. To accomplish all this, they lie all the time about everything. For such people who have long set aside their conscience, lying represents a creative power. The key to accomplishing impossible things they could never otherwise accomplish. Because of this mindset, the left's current leaders led by Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, in my opinion, lie continually. There's no substantive policy discussion in which they don't lie, deceive, distract, dissemble, blame others, change the subject, and are viciously attack opponents and critics of their madness. And right now, their trademark line is laser focused on accomplishing another grand mission, that of making Americans hate each other through such things as critical race theory, hatred towards our protectors, the police and the military, hatred towards our history by ignoring or rewriting it, a la the New York Times flawed and historically incorrect 1619 project. That's right. They seek to divide us, in my opinion. And their plan is to do that. And it's really a Marxist trick because we are the most generous nation on the face of the earth. We have more races working together, friendly towards one another, loving each other as in a biblical sense of brotherly love than any other place. So what's our key to our success to turn this around is truth in the media. Unfortunately, we're fighting against the media that is largely parroting what the left is saying. So what we have to do is what Thomas Jefferson said. The only security of all is in a free press. So we need to keep radio shows like ours and others on the air to get out the word and hopefully turn this all around, Wendy. Well, you know, yeah, Larry, um, I'll tell you, I'll play devil's advocate. There are lots of very uh, powerful but benevolent Democratic leaders out there as well. And I think sometimes um, they are uh, sometimes overshadowed by the ones that are talked about by the the journalists that you're quoting from today. Um, Sometimes there's such bipartisan passion on such united values we lose sight of the fact that, you know, the Congress actually votes unanimously on so many things that fly under the radar because all we hear is about the things that they disagree with. And there actually are lots of Democratic benevolent leaders that have our the, uh, really us and our children and all of the values we share at hand. So it would be great if we could maybe focus sometimes on finding some common ground um, amidst the chaos. and. You know, uh, so I'll be the silver lining into that cloud that maybe we can we maybe we can find some other positive examples. Um, But as interesting as this is, we'd love to continue. We're going to take a short commercial break. Don't touch that dial, because when we return, you're going to meet a world famous microbiologist who will give us her take on the pandemic and the designer vaccines created to control the outbreak. This is Today with Dr. Wendy, and we will be back in a flash.
News cycle lowlights have no place here. You're listening to the headline highlights on Today with Dr. Wendy on The Answer San Diego. It's time for more news you can use. The headlines streamline. It's time for more Today with Dr. Wendy. Now here's your host, Dr. Wendy Patrick. Welcome back to Today with Dr. Wendy. Well, tonight we are going to talk about a topic that has pretty much occupied the hearts and minds of the whole world for about a year now. Of course, I'm talking about COVID-19 and the pandemic. We've been hearing a lot of conflicting information and we've continued to hear conflicting information since last March. Where did the virus come from? How was it spread, mask or no mask? And most importantly, how do we stop it? Well, tonight we have with us a widely known research scientist who can give us a little bit of insight on the topic. Larry, who do we have as our guest tonight? Uh, Yes, Wendy. Dr. Judy Mikovits is a microbiologist who earned her BA in chemistry from University of Virginia and a PhD in micro, or excuse me, biochemistry and molecular biology from George Washington University. She's an expert in the fields of immunology, natural product chemistry, epigenics, and she played a pivotal role along with Dr. Frank Rossetti in isolating the HIV virus and linking it to AIDS in 1983. Uh, Dr. Judy is a New York Times bestselling author of the books Plague of Corruption, Restoring Faith in the Promise of Science, and the second book, The Case Against Masks, 10 Reasons Why Masks uh, Should Be Limited. Uh, And she's also an expert. uh, She was the featured expert in the documentary Plandemic. She's currently founder and head of Dr. J Solutions. It's a consulting company focused on providing education and solutions for prevention and treatment of autoimmune auto-inflammatory diseases resulting from viral infections, drugs, or environmental toxins. Welcome to the show, Dr. Judy. Thank you, Larry and Dr. Wendy. It's good to be here. Uh, and yes, Judy, exactly Judy, what COVID-19 is. <laughs> Judy, that is such a heavy introduction. I am totally weighed down in all those credentials. That is amazing that you've done all that. But I also know that you're a a big baseball fan and also enjoy yacht sailing with your husband. So thankfully, it sounds like you have a very good balance. Um, But I wanted to ask you, you know, your work as an immunologist and researcher is known throughout the world. And you've taken a lot of heat regarding some of your findings in that area. And I'm curious what inspired you to go into sort of the the line of work and and the focus uh, that you do. Well, all the way back in in the um, 70s, you know, cancer was really a closet disease and there was no such thing as AIDS or acquired immune deficiency. And so um, cancer is, in fact, an acquired immune deficiency. If your body, if your body doesn't recognize, your immune system doesn't recognize cancer cells and kill them before they, um, before they kill the host, um, it's similar to what an infectious disease does. So my grandfather got cancer when I was a kid. Um, and, and the question was what caused it, you know, and he ultimately died of that. So I went into biochemistry and molecular biology to learn to understand how to prevent 
and treat disease by strengthening the immune system because ultimately our immune systems are, you know, wonderfully and fearfully made by God and, and it should function for 120 years if you're eating healthy food and staying away from environmental toxins. So that's what that whole introduction was about and COVID-19 is really just that. The infection is not the disease. The disease is the 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 bad, the hyper, the too much um, flame, inflammation um, from from the infection in certain people and with other comorbidities, as we know. So, um, you know, that's what the show is all about. Um, how do we treat this, and are and are we doing the right things? And that's why we wrote the books. Um, because in fact, um, you know, this isn't really a plan that is really a pandemic, um, more than a pandemic. And, um, that's, that's what the movie was literally supposed to be a promotional video for our book, Plague of Corruption, which published April 14th of 2020. That's an amazing thing. I was going to actually ask you about COVID-19. Do you think... Dr. Judy, and you don't have to answer this, do you think it possibly could have leaked out of the Wuhan Institute of Virology in Wuhan, China? And do you think there was some tweaking involved as far as like making it into a bioweapon, or is it just a naturally occurring virus? Uh, It's absolutely. SARS-CoV-2 is the virus. COVID-19, the D means disease. Um, I did a show on Epoch Times, which first came out with Joshua Phillips, which came out April 8th of 2020 and showed all the data to show that um, it was released and manipulated in cell lines, both in the labs in Fort Detrick and Wuhan. It wasn't an accidental release. Um, the virus was the virus in the family of viruses was actually shipped around the world for more than a decade and and worked on and and it evolved it it actually was the studies were called gain of function let's let's make the virus make humans more susceptible to the SARS family of coronaviruses Judy there's a lot Absolutely. of information out in the public sphere and people are very divided over what to believe and who to believe Um, There's lots of information that comes out from the CDC. There's lots of information that comes out from the FDA. And, you know, um, people are very, uh, it's it's become very divisive and and no doubt because our health is something that is so important, so precious. I mean, if anybody had one wish, it would be, you know, obviously the Christian wish would be to, to do the right thing in all circumstances and be a good person and all the rest of that. But followed quickly by good health. Everybody wants good health. So let me ask you, one thing that um, I believe there's more consensus on than anything is the reality that the vaccines that exist are FDA approved for emergency use only. Um, when do we expect that the FDA will approve those for non-emergency use? In other words, when will there be more of, of a mainstream approval by the FDA, if you think that's even coming down the pike? Well, actually, the emergency use authorization um, and the data that the companies have provided, the clinical trials are ongoing, and what's being done right now in humans under emergency use is use is actually the clinical trials, the animal trials that they that they skipped. Um, they're doing right now, and those trials, from their own documentation submitted to the FDA, says those trials won't be completed until 2022 or 2023. 
um, in in the from directly from the documentation from J and J, Moderna, Pfizer, and AstraZeneca. So the trials are in progress, and this emergency use, um, the the victims uh, are the people who aren't being informed or given clear informed consent. That the, the studies have not been done long term studies. We're seeing the dangers. We're seeing how deadly these are. We're seeing how um, dangerous these are. They. Sh- they should not be approved, and we know, you know, the J and J trials were stopped because of the blood clots, bleeding disorders. These these vaccines and started that, again that, yesterday. I understand. Did you hear that? Oh, sure. Yesterday they oh, they sure. resumed the virus. Yeah. Yeah, do, yeah. Doctor uh, Judy, what do you think about? Why, why do you think they're suppressing information about these uh, tried and true drugs like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and zinc and so forth? Is there an agenda behind that? I mean, they seem to work. Sure. It's it's very simple because if you have if you have these drugs which we know are essential medicine and been in human use for uh, seventy years um, and and uh, if you have a drug if you have a solution there is no emergency and you don't need a vaccine so yes the agenda is to drive towards these untested unsafe um, multi billion dollar um, drugs. Um, and away from the very cheap therapies that could have stopped all of this in the beginning. And, and that's very clear from the data. Um, the, the, the papers published were fraud. They used, in, in one case, they stopped the use of hydroxychloroquine in Italy. Um, and um, and used it to it to large a concentration and at the wrong time in the disease and and literally killed the people in order to say the drug doesn't work and and the, and the study in the paper was pulled later as you know as fraudulent and so this is what we're facing Judy, here and yeah Judy there's lots of vaccinated happily so and they haven't had any adverse effects and they. Um, believe that um, they're good to go. And, and you know, these, as, as we learn more about these vaccines, we'll learn more about um, their efficacy, et cetera, and whether they're going to get FDA approval. But one thing that many people who have been vaccinated have questions about, I mean, they're thrilled to have been vaccinated, but they wonder why they still have to wear masks if their risk has been lowered so significantly that they're unable to either contract or or pass along or if they are able to contract it the symptoms would be so low that the viral load wouldn't be transmissible there's so much confusing information there um judy is there a reason that vaccinated that fully vaccinated people still should wear masks Yes, correct. Um, because the vaccine does not prevent transmission of the virus. It reduces symptoms. It reduces the disease from, let's just say you cough for four days for two days instead of four. It reduces hospitalization. It does not prevent transmission. And in fact, people are getting sick and, um, you know, who have been vaccinated. So, again, this is a situation where we've all been lied to um, um, by our federal officials. Uh, Judy, why do you think this... Judy, we're, sadly, we're... Oh, at... I'm sorry. Go ahead, Larry, real quick. We're almost at the end of the show. Yeah, uh, just really quickly. Why are they pushing this so hard, these vaccinations? Is there an agenda behind that? I know we don't have time to answer it, but maybe we could uh, find out at, at another uh, second interview on that. Uh, sure. Yeah, there's there surely is an agenda. One, it's um, it's 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 to for to reduce the population of the most vulnerable, and we see that the deaths in nursing homes. Never should the most vulnerable be wearing masks or being given vaccines. 
and it's killing people just oh, as we want to save the lives of everyone that has been touched by this pandemic. We don't want to see one life lost. We don't even want to see the suffering that it causes in so many people. And I think that's one thing we can all agree with as, as humans. Thank you so much for joining us, Judy. Um, it, it's been a very interesting conversation. Thank you for the work that you do. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us. God bless you. And I hope that you are safe and healthy and having a wonderful weekend and that we continue as a community to improve both physically and emotionally as we emerge from the pandemic, hopefully uh, stronger for it. We have another show tonight to celebrate our one year anniversary here at KTBQ. So stick with us for more of Today with Dr. Wendy. We will be back in a flash. Thank you for joining us for Today with Dr. Wendy. You can learn more about Dr. Wendy and how to become a guest or sponsor of the show by visiting wendypatrickphd.com. That's wendypatrickphd.com. Tune in every week at this same time as Dr. Wendy will engage and inspire you with an upbeat viewpoint on the highlights of the day. This has been Today with Dr. Wendy on The Answer San Diego. 